0: You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM.
1: Our vet Pete Weatherbird is here. Good morning, Pete. Good
0: morning, Jacqueline.
1: Right. Santa. Santa is very reluctant, I believe, to bring pets for Christmas. Yeah, is that right?
0: Yeah, they're not on his list. Um, you know, the problem with pets as presents is that it just doesn't work out. Um, when you get an animal, um, you know, you have to look 10 to 15 years ahead and it, you can't just sort of, it's not like a book or a toy or a or a gadget that you can just play with for a while and put back in the cupboard, so you do have to um, plan carefully for it. And it's it, um, you can't do that thinking for somebody else. You know, somebody should decide themselves to get a pet. Giving a pet to somebody is it's a bit like the old traditional white elephant that you give somebody. You're giving them a big liability. And I hear many stories about people who are who have bought um, puppies by well-meaning individuals, like maybe children by their parents, a pet or whatever, and I often doesn't work out so it's best just not to do it and um, if you want to do that kind of thing then buy them you know something like a um, a, 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 a pet related gift like maybe a, a lovely dog bed or or some uh, a lead and a bowl and then open a discussion about well okay we've got those bits but really what we're talking about is getting a pet with you and then do that in the new year once all the hullabaloo about christmas has settled down that's the right way to do it
1: Right, and talk about the responsibility of having to clean up, feed, walk, take care, constant needs, all that sort of stuff. You can't
0: impose that on somebody else. They have to reach that decision themselves. Hmm. Right. So, uh, is it Christmassy around the practice? Yeah, Christmas is in the air, isn't it? And funnily enough... Last night, I had a Christmas crisis at home. It was a classical Christmas crisis, and everybody should know about this, because it could happen to you. So what happened was, I was... I was doing a busy on my computer at home, I was doing one of my live Facebook question answer sessions that I do for Pedigree Ireland from time to time, so I'm sitting at my computer for two hours just typing away, answering people's queries, and my daughter rushes into me and says, Dad, Dad, quick, come to the kitchen, so I had to leave the computer, rush into the kitchen, and there was my little dog, Kiko, who's a little terrier, weighing about five kilograms, she was on the ground, very, very happy, But she'd just eaten half a Christmas pudding. What she'd done is it had been wrapped on the table. She'd been in the kitchen by herself. She'd jumped up on the table, opened the wrapping, and got stuck into eating a Christmas pudding. And so she'd eaten... for. You know, half a Christmas pudding—that's quite a lot. Quite a lot for a little dog, you know. So um, people might be saying, "Well, so what? What's wrong with Christmas pudding?" Well, I will tell you what—what what is wrong is that Christmas pudding contains raisins, and raisins are potentially toxic to dogs. And a lot of folk don't realise this. And what it is is that, um, like, raisins aren't always poisonous. It's a sort of um, a sporadic poisoning. And they haven't managed to identify the exact toxic agent, but what they think is that just as as some grapes get a little bit moldy sometimes, maybe not even visible mold, but what happens is that 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 growth on the grapes produces what's called a mycotoxin, which is a a poison linked to funguses. And um, the mycotoxin then stays in the raisins as they're processed. So um, some dogs, if they have a meal of not very many raisins, even just 10 or 20 raisins, it's enough to cause fatal kidney failure. Wow. So what happens okay. is, a, a little dog like Kiko, if I'd done nothing last night, um, she would have had this Christmas pudding in her stomach, and it would have been digested, and there was a risk that she could have, today or tomorrow or the next day, um, become extremely ill and died because of that. And, and that's a really serious risk. So I was faced with this crisis last night. What to do? She'd already eaten half this Christmas pudding. Now, if I'd been a, a regular pet owner, I would have had to phone the local emergency service and take Kiko to the local vet clinic and get an injection to, 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 to cause her to vomit, to empty her stomach. Because I'm a vet, I was able to do that myself. I was able to take to my own clinic and give her that injection. And poor Kiko, you, you give the injection, two or three minutes later, she brought up everything that she'd eaten. I was delighted because there I could see about... 20 raisins mixed up mixed up with all the sort of the the brown um pudding type stuff there were the raisins that could possibly have killed her and i was delighted to see them out of her that simple it was that simple she felt a bit groggy all evening it's no fun um being forced to be made sick but um the, the problem was solved the strange thing is this half the christmas pudding was left and um this morning I was taken onto TV3 to 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 show this story. And what did Kiko do? She tried to get into the bag to eat the rest of Christmas pudding. Dogs do not learn from these situations, and that's the really difficult thing. You have to be vigilant. You have to keep things like Christmas pudding, um, Christmas cake, mince pies, and chocolate out of reach of dogs. Otherwise, they will gorge and they will get themselves into difficulty, and you'll end up having to take your pet to the vet on Christmas Day or Stephen's Day, and you'll have to pay after hours, emergency fees, and you will not be a happy person.
1: Pete, thanks for the the warning. Thanks, okay, good you. man. Okay, that is Pete Weatherburn, our vet. Pete is from uh, Bray Veterinary Clinic. They're on Old Connor in Bray. And if you want to uh, listen to Pete's musings about the world of uh, pet, um, petcology, we call it petcology, <laughs> thanks, uh, you. It. you can listen into his uh, website, which is petethevet.com. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you.